is Agency Life, episode one, <laughs> season one, uh, the relaunch, and I am Clodagh Higgins, and today we have live from Chile, if I'm saying it right, we've got Izzy and Rania, who are here to talk to us about their diamond agency. They are a couple, and they also run a HubSpot agency partner in Chile. So we had some questions that I sent you out before, so I do have some things that I want to talk to you about. So welcome to the call. Thank you so much for doing this with me. And first of all, I want to talk about the relationship, how you guys met, which is, I'd love to hear a little bit about that. And then the night, was there dinner, was there drinks, where you sat around and went, you know what, we should do an agency. <laughs> well, thanks, thank you, Claudia, for having us. Um, they, um, I'll, I'll, I'll start, like, we first met through work, like, I, I was working in... Um, in South Sinai in an internet service provider, developing websites and Rania just moved to, uh, to the same city and they were opening a jazz club and they wanted a website for the jazz club. And we've met, I think we've met for like a half an hour meeting. Uh, we didn't really click or like each other at that point. Um, but maybe like, I think Two or three weeks later, we've met through common friends and, and, and things have changed then. Amazing. Well, you, if you're going to a business meeting, you don't really have your romantic hat on. But then, you know, maybe when you were going to meet your friends, that happened. That's pretty cool. And so you met and you started going out. And, and um, how, how far were you in the relationship before you actually went, okay, let's have an agency together? Well, that was 13 years ago. So I, I let Rania jump in and, and so so yeah, can you hear me yeah we can you've got some headphones was there a bit of background noise yeah sorry welcome to podcast so, so yeah we we each had our own independent jobs like Izzy said um i was i moved to where we were to open a jazz bar and then um, we both were out of jobs. And then where we lived, because it was a tourist town, the only way we could stay there was if we made a job. Right. <laughs> and that's exactly what we did. Well, that's so, a very, very common story, yeah, of people yeah. going, you know, maybe out of work or wanting to work for themselves. And so, so I mean, what we did was we looked at the different skill sets. Izzy um, is more on the tech side so we put together a website I'm a bit more on the content creative side so he mm -hmm. would build and I would write and then we took it from there amazing that is so cool so was it in the in the early years there was just the two of you and and then it kind of slowly grow it grew with uh, different staff that yeah. was in 2006 uh, we, we were not a HubSpot partner at that time we were not even in Chile we were living in Egypt uh, we were originally Egyptians, and yeah. we've built the um, we've built that, that business. Um, it's 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 more of a website of like a tourist destination website with all the information um, um, uh, about different places you can visit. Uh, we use to generate money uh, through like featured content or businesses uh, that cater to tourists. Uh, and it was working well from 2006 all the way up to 2011. 
Um, then the, we had a revolution. The Arab Spring started in Egypt. And since yeah. we were in the first town, that was the first industry to go. Right. Um, so we spent three years expecting things would get better. Uh, they were not getting any better. Uh, we took the decision, it's time to go. So we spent like six months doing internet research when places, different places we can go to. Chile got the high school, we moved into Chile. And we, we, we started doing what we used to do of like content marketing, internet marketing, building websites. Right. Uh, until we, uh, in like six months later, in 24, like December 2014, we signed up with HubSpot. Nice. Um, and that was the beginning with HubSpot. <laughs> but of all the places in the world, Chile, how come? <laughs> we, did, um, we did like a huge Excel sheet with different criteria like school, <laughs> business, transparency, ease of doing business, uh, stable economy, and we compared like Chile, Uruguay, Panama, South Africa, New Zealand. Chile was one of the highest scores and the easiest immigration policy. So we just packed and moved to Chile. Boom. I have, a, I have an atlas behind me here for, for anyone who's going to see the video of this. So it wasn't spinning a globe with a pin and a, a blindfold, no? <laughs> quite, quite close, yeah. And it's, kind of like doing, it's like doing lead scoring on HubSpot, but country scoring. <laughs> I love it. But very, very uh, strategic and very, very systematic. I really love that. So you've been working with clients for years, uh, doing different inbound marketing since 2014. Uh, one of the things that you mentioned about being an agency couple, um, about the, the difference that makes when it comes to client relationships. So how have you used the advantage? How do you use the husband and wife team when it comes to managing your client relationships? Can you give me some examples of that? I'd love to hear about it. Sure. So um, because we are life partners, <laughs> so we can read one another just by looking up one another right. um, so that complements us very much when we're in a meeting or serving the customer because we both know what a part we fill in yeah. and that benefits the customer because a it's consistent it's not like you have employees with a turnover mm -hmm. there's a consistency and b the amount of extra time the client is given just by us Thinking, planning, discussing, strategizing, maybe on a Sunday afternoon if you know we're not doing anything so useful, or maybe early morning while we're having our coffee. Yeah. So it, it gives you an environment to work in and create and serve your customers that is outside of that fixed nine to six. Yes. Yeah. And, and, so, yeah. and what really helped us because we we, we have like complete different skill sets and different personalities, but both of us understand, understand the other very well. So it comes really natural, like everyone knows what they need to do. So like when we have something, it's just, we, we don't spend too much time talking about it and, and we just do it. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, intuition there and, and the years have built up with, with the communication. That's a, that's a really strong tip for uh, and a benefit that I think other agency couples might not have uh, built into their sales process or their delight process or their, you know, by the way, what you're also getting with us is. 
um, yes. and that intrinsic value. I think, I think that's really important for agency couples to think about. I love it. Um, now, one of the other things that I just found fascinating when you uh, filled in your questionnaire was, there is the opportunity when you open an agency, and especially an inbound one, to work internationally, to think global. But talk to me more about working in a Spanish territory, but not speaking <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> We, um, this is the one thing that we missed in our research. <laughs> the Excel spreadsheet there, yeah. It was missing the variable of language. Oh my goodness. We knew Chile like is going to be Spanish, but we didn't expect that. Um, we thought like English, we can get by with English somehow, but yeah. it was completely different. The first six months was really hard trying to figure out what we need to do. Then we uh, said, okay, we, we're going to sign up with HubSpot. We will do inbound, but we'll target the U.S. and Canadian market. Right. Similar zone. We speak the same language and we can service them. We tried this from January all the way up to May. We started blogging uh, every day. Uh, each day, we, one of us blogged. So by May, we had almost like 150 blogs. Uh, in English, we started to get some leads from Canada and the US, but not, we couldn't close single one of them. Then um, at the same time, we started to do like um, participate in events for like uh, entrepreneurs, small businesses, and talk about SEO, best practices, building websites, marketing. Yeah. And when Rania met uh, in one of the uh, women's entrepreneur events, she met. Uh, um, someone called Helen. She lived in Chile for 16 years. She has a translation company. She's opening a new business to export wine from Chile to the UK. Uh, she didn't have a budget for uh, online marketing or building a website. And this is where we jumped in and said, you know what, we will do it. And we exchange it to translating our blogs from English to Spanish. Um, so uh, this is exactly what we did. Uh, we translated the 150 blogs. We were publishing without even knowing what's written. Is it like correct Spanish or like some of the Spanish? <laughs> publishing, publishing. That was in May. By August, we signed. First, beginning of August, we signed our first client. By the end of August, we signed our second client. By the end of the year, we have four clients. And we started hiring our own team, producing our own content in Spanish. Incredible. And are you relying on the, the local, like, so when you hire somebody, you're relying on their, they have good English to, and you, your, your office language is English? Um, it was the first year. Yeah. And then when we went to our first inbound event, we came back blown away and we realized that hiring a team because they speak English wasn't really the best criteria for doing inbound. So we shifted our hiring process to be a little bit more detailed. Our office language is Spanglish, <laughs> <laughs> which is a combination of Spanish and English. Yeah. Um, and we realized that we had to make the bigger effort to work more with Spanish because then you have a wider pool yeah. of talent that you can work with. I do also want to add that I do think that not speaking Spanish has been part of our keys to success here mm -hmm. because you don't get involved in the details around you. Got it. Like there's silence because you, you can't connect or... And there's no yeah. bias. Like we, what, the best thing is that we have no bias. We approach every account as like... Yeah. 
You don't have this history or a story or perception or political or, uh, you know, it'd be like you could go into a company and there's no, oh, my grandfather didn't like that company because. Amazing. That is something very good to think of. Again, another angle that I think agencies who are working with other countries probably don't think of. Um, it, that, that was one thing that you mentioned as well about a challenge that you had. Like you, that was one of the things about hiring people for language, but you've overcome that by widening it. So ha, ha, what was the strategy around your hiring of, of people right now? Yes, we've changed it a little bit. Like we, we started to hire locally from Chile. We've, uh, we spent, I think after that trip to Unbound in 2016, uh, we came back in November. We spent like three months with an HR consultant um, who helped us to build like the profiles for each job, like what personality and characters would be a good uh, account manager or uh, a good inbounder, someone who's on the tool. We built like all the profiles for the job that we needed and we started to hire locally, uh, not by putting job ads, but actively going to LinkedIn and headhunting profiles that we think would fit the profile that we built. Amazing, yeah. And we, and we checked for skills, but we also checked like, uh, are they active on social media? What type of content they like and share and comment on? Um, and this helped us to like build a really good team. Um, then we, after inbound in 2018, we, we realized like we need to actually get like we want to, because we service clients all over Latin America, not just in Chile. So yeah. we start hiring all over Latin America and we look for the best skills. So now part of our team working remote in Uruguay, in Mexico, in Colombia. Um, so like we don't have to be stuck to anyone living around our office in like 20, 30 miles and that's it. Yeah. Because that, that there is probably not like, uh, there isn't a university course on inbound marketing in the local university spitting out magic inbound marketers, right? So right. remote is definitely the way to go. And, and even if it was, sometimes people want to work from home. So how many different locations now are kind of under the umbrella, if you were to think about everyone? So our head office is in Santiago. We, our design team works out of Uruguay. We have a resource in Colombia, in Mexico, in Barcelona, and Madrid. Sensational. That is, that's truly international. And how, what kind of advice would you give somebody who's managing a remote office? So do you, do you set up weekly meetings? How, what's the cadence? You've got time scale, you've got different offices. What are your kind of secrets to uh, managing that remote team? So you have to have a really, really defined and documented process so that with the right technology, anybody that accesses it from anywhere is looking at the same thing, how to do it, why, why we do it this way, when we need it, what needs to go into it. So we spent literally since last inbound documenting our operations really specifically tight so that when we do hire remote, it's very easy to just give yeah. someone access to our platforms and technology and it's like they're sitting right here. Yeah. And, and then we have the team meetings to check in. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Izzy. No, we use Zoom all the time to get them calls and... Uh... We, I mean, we worked with HubSpot for a year and a half and we had no clue 
what you know the most i knew was david torres via zoom that was it ah torres yeah <laughs> cool. yeah he's down there now right he said he said he's right he said he's in colombia part of the part of the locals now right and um, yes yeah. yeah, so everyone would know zoom and what, was it a particular session you were at that um, gave you this uh, you uh, give aha moment about your recruitment and about your documentation when you were at inbound um, we were talking to one of the HubSpot executives and he had mentioned that if you want to expand your team, then he gave us the advice, look beyond the, the borders and the territories yeah. because there's not enough inbound talent where we are. Yeah. And if we want to maintain where we are, you need really high caliber staff. Amazing, yeah, and then you were able to extend that right across the waters as well, right over to Barcelona, which again probably would have not been a consideration for you. And I think with good documentation, with Zoom, you know, we're using the screen here now. Like, I think we're all getting comfortable with. I feel like we're in in the same room together. Of course, it'd be better to you know shake hands and and be like that. But I think the more you get comfortable with Zoom and and people being comfortable with FaceTime and things like that, it can open the whole world. Is your is your talent pool, which is is fantastic. Definitely, that's the idea. Yeah, exactly. You, you and the same thing goes to a, um, servicing clients. Yes. You just need a really good process, a really good internet connection, and you're good to go. You're good to go, exactly. And if, it's a bonus if you can get to visit them maybe once. Yeah. And that is, we all know that that can step it up a notch, but it's not an essential. But I think where, you know, where we're trying to figure that bit out, I know with agencies who are working, and I do it myself, if I can do one visit, it just kind of solidifies things probably for a good 12 to 18 months. Yeah? Absolutely. Something this to is, consider. Uh, this is what we're planning to implement this year is to, to, to start with the team as have one, one time throughout 2019 where the whole team physically together. Uh, and and hopefully the years after we do it like twice a year amazing yeah, yeah. and just build that personal connection on top of what you've established with uh, with zoom that's really good and um, yeah. yeah you mentioned that uh, we were talking about aha moments and and what you kind of having these inspiration inbound you know the hubspot experience is on in september october depending on the year uh, this has been a defining moment on on coming like coming up with ideas and inspiration um what kind of other things came out of of that or were there any other events that you kind of went you know what that's a good thing to go to as well um out of inbound, we've, we've learned everything out of inbound culture code not building it after inbound um, improving our processes and delivering services, um, access, even making personal connections with like the HubSpot product team, not just the, not just our CAM and, uh, and channel consultants, but like the product team, the, the support team, the direct sales, all those personal connections helped us really grow. Yeah. It, it's, it's an absolute, I know an amazing, amazing experience to, get there to be a part you're on your own down in Chile and then you come up and you're, it's like this whole fusion of oh my goodness there's loads yeah. of us here isn't this great and yeah. it's really it might sound strange but it's comforting like because like when we look at agencies in the US for us they're like like they're way more on the top but we 
the market is more mature in the US, but the problems and the challenges they're facing, it's the same, exactly the same thing. Exactly, uh, yeah. Hailing yeah. or, uh, or, or uh, retaining clients. It's, it's very similar uh, problems and the solutions are very similar. Too. Yeah, they, yeah. They are, and they've been through things before. And so we don't have to make those mistakes. You know, there, it's like a little bit of a crystal ball sometimes. Yeah, I think another aha moment I had was during our second inbound, I was attending one of the talks and it was about don't be afraid to fire a bad client. Mm. And that was one that like, I'm going to do it. No, I'm not. I'm going to do it. Yes, I can. No, I can't. And then it's just that moment came and you're like, no, I'm not taking this anymore. So yeah. that, that was one I think that resonates a lot in my mind. Yeah. I think in the beginning, we, every agency says yes to a lot of business and takes anything to keep the lights on and the wages going and the doors open. But after six to nine months, it becomes very clear who's not aligned with your values, who's yeah. not treating you as a partner. And it is important to be in tune with that and to rip the Band-Aid off very quickly yeah you've you've learned that right yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. because you actually lose more constantly trying to please the customer that will never be pleased because you're just not aligned yeah so we decided it's rather to save that energy looking for a better fit client yeah was well, it sounds like there was a pure example in your head there of, of somebody uh, what what were the kind of things that were classifying them as a wrong fit what, what were you, what was blaring in your face that you went, you know what, they're not good? So you, you mentioned the keyword, the ones that have different values and don't see you as a partner. So yeah. when you are told things like, uh, I pay you, so you do what I do, mm. <laughs> that's not really partnership. No. And you, you'll yeah. suck that up in the beginning when you're opening a business. You'll, you'll take a lot on the cheek, but yeah. not after a after while. After a while, no. no. And, and then I also... Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Sorry. And not building a team and things, you know. Exactly. Absolutely. And I also find because inbound is about somewhat about bringing the human back to work. So mm. you know, basic things. Send an email. Hey, good morning. How are you today? <laughs> wow. As, yeah. a, as opposed, hello. Where is my blah 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 blah? All right. Yeah. There you go. So, That's a good tip for people if you're getting that weird feeling about what's going on with these guys. What's the tone of their email? Right, is yeah. he? Exactly. I, I think, like personally, I think uh, uh, having a bad client from the client side or, or, or the agency side is the same as being in a bad relationship and no one should be in a bad relationship. Uh, no. it, it, just, it, it ends up harming everyone more. Yeah. Um, it's not good energy. And, and this, these are important things for us to tune into. I think the days of oh, we can just pretend it's our work life and this is our personal life. It's all one and it's all one in agency life as well. <laughs> and it's exactly. even more all one when you're married and you're together and, and you're running the business together. And um, speaking of which, what I asked you for some tips and advice. Um, Izzy has one opinion about, you know, if you're managing a marriage and a business relationship, you guys, it's, it came first, the marriage first, the business on top. Um, one of the te techniques and one of the tips that you mentioned, uh, Rhea, was that you actually uh, like to do um, a separate working space. So you're not, yep. in, uh, you're not in the same working space together. Talk to me a little bit more about that strategy. 
Yeah, so when we first um, opened the agency, we were working out of our house, basically. So we had a tiny, tiny little room and we were both crammed into this little room, typing yeah. away. And then you realize you spend like 10 hours in the little room together every day, all day, plus dinner and lunch and breakfast and nighttime and bedtime. And no break. I just, no break. And I think anything in life where you don't get a break, eventually it loses that fire. So yeah. we decided to have separate rooms. And just like any normal couple, you know, everyone goes to work and they have their rooms. Each one has whatever decoration they want. Yeah. And it's um, their office, your office, even though like today now we're on a joint Zoom call together, but I can tell you're in different different spaces. <laughs> different spaces. I'm at home, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's good. I'm in the office. It's it's healthy. That's that's a great boundary to set, even if you are in the same office, maybe two separate locations, not to be sharing a desk just because it's convenient. Um, I love I love that. Um, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm building up these uh, sort of tips for agency couples, and that is a new one. I have not heard of that, so I, I think that's a great one. Um, Izzy, you know, now that you're a little bit more retrospective, come on, you must have one tip. You told me it was an impossible uh, to have the differentiation. Yeah, like I, I yeah, I, 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 I still think it's impossible to differentiate because we're like things are tangled. Uh, <laughs> for a lot of reasons but the, um, it does not really affect me as much as it affects Rania because I I can zoom out um, without really thinking who's sitting next to me or like I can just be looking at the screen my headphones are on and I just yeah I can zoom out for hours but uh, Rania gets affected more like with the environment around her yes um, yes so but yeah you can zoom out of it. But it, there's obviously things you do together which have got nothing to do with the agency, like sporting activities. I can see some helmets up there. Uh, and so there's activities you can go, it's away from the office, it's away from home, it's yeah. away. So probably important to think about um, group activities to do together, a sporting that have got, you know, cycling, you're not going to be talking about the agency. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And hiking and yeah. traveling yeah. and going to the beach. Yeah, yeah having, having other interests because uh, the things do, they are tangled and they are overlapped. It is your life, but uh, there's different yeah. ways around it. Um, and when we talk about the stressful situations, uh, you know, some of the daily rituals or weekly rituals that you have. Um, I know, uh, Rani, you talked about your yoga as, as a, a means of stress and, and being able to zone, zone out. How, how have you found that affecting um, how you work? So uh, when I don't do yoga, <laughs> do not do yoga. I'm a mess. Right. I'm like very, very tense, very short-tempered, very frustrated. So um, what I did was I incorporated a part of my yoga class. I take the time to visualize my frustrations that are coming from the agency life and just breathing them out and letting them go and just accepting whatever new is coming in so that it flows. That is That's, a beautiful tip. That is, and that doesn't have to be done on yoga. That can be done on a walk. That can be done in the shower. That can be, I love that idea of visualizing anything. it. Yeah, and letting it dissolve down. Um, Izzy, you've got some different tactics when it comes to this. Um, yes. Read. <laughs> I, I read a lot. 
but the thing, I, I, um, I made the mistake last year. I, I spent like a year not doing any physical sports or activities. Right. Um, and uh, until December uh, was my birthday, and Rania gave me a gift for uh, a CrossFit uh, classes. Yeah. Um, that's my second month. Then I, I, I have my, I'm, I'm personally challenging myself to do it for a full, complete year, regardless. I, I feel tired or bored or not. I'm just yeah. going to do the whole thing. You're going to do it? Good. And decide after that how it feels. But also doing sports helped me to, uh, I have my 45 minutes every, uh, every other day where I'm just not thinking about anything. Yeah. The just temptation. Yeah, the temptation as business owners is to take every hour and work every hour because you're like, I'm not getting paid for the. I'll work in the evenings, I'll work on the weekends. And I, I think we've really come to the realization that that creates burnout. It's, it's, if we don't take a break, whether it's yoga, whether it's physical, whether it's a walk, uh, that is a really big, important part. It's almost as important as the hard work is to take the breaks, to take the regular that's one like I, 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 for me personally, I think the like taking the break and forcing myself to do something that I, I would rather I'd rather not do is, yeah. is actually expanding my my tolerance to other things. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. But reading wise, where do you go? Fiction? Do you go business? Do you go mixture? I read like personal developments, maybe things about uh, business strategy, uh, the way things about uh, like human history in general, not, not like history of events, but like how we came to be what we are today. Right. Very cool. And any books for you would recommend for somebody running an inbound agency that you've kind of been really, really helpful? Is there any uh, books that you would? I have one. Yeah? The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. I listened to that. I was in between leaving HubSpot, starting with Grow It, and I was away on holidays, and I listened to it on Audible. And oh, my God. Isn't that the best one? It I'm just put a rating on this podcast now. Because oh. <laughs> we used an F word. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's quite all right. We'll all be good. Uh, we'll all be good. Right. I, think we, I think we blurred it, but amazing book an absolutely amazing, amazing. Book. i listened to it back to back because i was like you know what that is a great book the it really part, is. not giving a beep <laughs> that's what i'll do for this is he yeah. what books have you read would you recommend for the agency owner um, um I, I would say um, um two books um attraction and Traction. Yeah, and the inbound organizations by Dan Tyre. Oh, yeah. amazing! Yeah. Inbound, but it gave us a perspective. Like now, we go to sales meetings and we say, you know what? It's not going to work. These guys are not. They don't have the yeah. mindset to an inbound organization because they're not set up properly. And with traction, as a kind of you going, you ask the questions. Okay, where's services? Where's this? Yeah, you know, you've all listened to me enough to know that I bang on about how great traction is and EOS. I'm a junkie for it. Yeah. So um, th this has been incredible advice uh, today. Can you imagine today? So you guys are 13 years in this game. Today, there are still brand new agencies starting out. And even more crazy, there are agency couples going, why don't we do an agency together? 
What advice would you give them, those new people starting out in the brand new world today? What kind of tips would you get in, uh, give an agency couple? Um, trust your instinct. Always, always. First gut feeling, don't even try battle that feeling or thought, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to hiring, onboarding, uh, firing. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you get that, that thing inside your gut, just follow it and it will always work. Amazing. I love that. It, it, it's something that we have ignored before. And when you have, you know, if you've read traction, you've done your core values and they're very clear when you're getting that reaction, you can justify it with core values afterwards, but not, there's no need to do it at that time. If it's yeah. not a hundred percent, yes, it's no. It's no, exactly. I would also um, advise new agencies document everything from day one. Everything. Oh, document yeah. how you do it, why you do it, when you do it, all the details. Because when you're a couple agency and everything is in your head, yeah. <laughs> it's not scalable. Because yeah. I cannot give my head to someone else, but I can yeah. pass them a documented process. Absolutely, 100%. I, I'm teaching um, agencies that I work with now going, pretending I'm giving you a new employee and you are going to train them. You're not allowed to speak to them. So they have to watch videos. They have to read. You have to have an agency playbook so good. They, they came in and you have lost your voice. What do you do? Well, oh, you have wow. to have everything documented. So if you think about, what, oh, well, I'll just spend the day teaching them. No, no, you can't talk. And that is makes you make documents, make videos, um, resources. And, and if you think about your next hire, that you they've walked in the door and you've lost your voice, that's one what way to do it. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I know. It was pretty cool. Izzy, tell us what you there's an agency couple out there now sitting going, Yay, we've got our agency. <laughs> um I, I would like I would give them two advice because it's somehow related to inbound. Like, don't take it personal. Uh, yeah. But inbound is, uh, it's the same. Like, if we're working in, in an inbound agency as a couple, uh, we could be wrong. One of us could be wrong. Uh, the data can prove that. So nothing is personal. Uh, we have to continue trusting each other. And we have to somehow be open to humiliation. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah. It's okay. If we're not that open together, that will build up... Um, a barrier or a gap somehow yeah yeah true. that that's that is a really good one it's not to take and yeah with things the way they are you could be wrong but let it go and it's all right i i do occasionally play the frozen song for some of my <laughs> because sometimes let they don't go. let things go <laughs> well this has been absolutely incredible and um, anything else you'd like to share with the crazy agency couples out there before we sign off any any final words <laughs> um love 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 all the way love the job love the partner love the moment yeah and it will be just fine yeah busy same uh I would say just do it. Yeah, just there you go. <laughs> Bit of Nike thrown in as well. And yeah, I think, no, just go and do it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the rewards are really like if, it's like any, if, if like the best partnerships is when you're really building something. Uh, 
be it building a house together, building a life yeah. together, um, creating a business together. Uh, the more things we build together, the, the, the closer and tighter the relationship. Sure. Beautiful. Well, on that note, that has been fantastic for you to share with us. If people want to find you, it's ids.agency, you little yeah. legends. I love a good URL. <laughs> that is fantastic. And I see you've got your Instagram and your social media is all set up there. I want to thank you extremely from the bottom of my heart for a fantastic first episode of my relaunch of Agency Life. And we'll be up on YouTube and up on the iTunes. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys at Inbound this year. Absolutely. Right? You're going to be Definitely. there. Absolutely. I'm really looking forward to Perfect. it. Perfect. So I will just I will just hang up here on my recording and see everyone on iTunes. Bye.